three, two, one. So, corona, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, it's March 15th. So, this, I don't know, conversation could be as, could be dated. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we just thought that since it's a hot topic right now, we'd talk about the virus and how it's uh, <laughs> affecting us personally. Um, and in short, currently, it's not mm-hmm. health-wise. Mm-mm. Nothing, nothing's going on. As far as we know. So, Katie and I, my wife and I, were supposed to leave for Spain <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not happening anymore. Nope. Which is crazy because <clears throat> on Tuesday, everyone was saying, "Oh, good, good luck, have fun. I'm excited for your trip." No one was worried at all. Mm-hmm. I think around Monday, I, I think when Italy started shutting things down, I was kind of like, "Oh, geez, yeah, what's gonna happen?" Yeah, I was kind of nervous. It's like it's only a matter of time before Spain kind of follows suit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Italy and Spain are probably pretty aligned. Yeah, with how they tackle this thing. Um. And then the conversation was totally different after uh, 24 hours later. <laughs> we would have been crazy if we were thinking about going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, I've never had a topic. I don't know. I don't get too wrapped up in the, the daily news cycle. Um, and I think what drew me in was how it would affect my trip and, of course, you. Yeah. Because um, you hear the list of people who are, you know, in the in the demographic in the high risk mm-hmm. category mm-hmm. and now, i think the last one's immunocompromised or yeah. underlying health conditions which is a pretty blanket term <laughs> yeah yeah um you know you hear old people it's the one everyone's saying and then you hear the last one and of course uh transplanted people fall into that uh, yeah, category sure. um so what has been your experience with it was the first thing you did so for, i remember so, you know, we we hit the panic button for a second. Mm-hmm. Mom was thinking about trying to, how she could stock up on your medication. Yes. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I mean, yeah. So, so first so, of all, we, we need to say that we're we're not panicking. Um, this no. is just kind of our how our week went. So people who are panicking, which I don't think you should right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just so you don't feel quite alone <laughs> or as yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, well... You know, being immunosuppressed, you kind of you do have to think about that stuff because I mean, medication things like that are all like made overseas, and so like you know, if people aren't working in those factories or whatever, then you know it's going to be harder to get your medication. So we had to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting like a ninety day supply, yeah, and trying to get it as soon as possible. But um, yeah, it's crazy because you you don't think about that stuff until this type of thing happens. You know, like, oh, sh- you know, yeah, like this. And there's nothing like going through this whole process to begin with uh, to really uh, make you into just a little bit of a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. And if I if I weren't immunosuppressed, I mean, like I, I see how it's hard for other people to like come to terms with this and think it's a big deal because, you know, if I was immunosuppressed, if they didn't, you know, cancel your flight to Spain, mm-hmm. like I feel like you would have gone. I wouldn't be concerned. I'd be out and about, you know, mm-hmm. but like when you do have something like this, it's like, oh crap, I need to yeah, be careful. Because I mean, the the narrative has just been like, it, it affects old people, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it's giving restrictions on where you're going yeah. and, or just how you're living your life. And then of course the immunosuppressed, uh, underlying disease people. So I feel like we got hit with a triple whammy because one, <laughs> yeah. we have a grandma on assisted living. Yeah. Two, we have your situation and three, I was on a two week trip abroad. Yeah. <laughs> not, not yeah. All around. Exactly. It affects you all around. So, in all so when you hear those two things, you know, you, you panic a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but you know, one thing this has taught me is that I watch the news way too close lately and I need to chill out because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's so much information yeah. and so many different opinions. And I, I think it just comes down to, you know, social distancing yourself, like they say, especially for me, but, um, just not going in crowds, things mm-hmm. like that, washing your hands, the usual that we should be doing anyway. Yeah. But, and I think now my, you know, fear of you know, is kind of going past our little situation and wondering what it's like for people who are currently trying to go through the process. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think back to when oh, we were yeah. going through the process that, you know, if something, uh, if there's a national emergency going on in the middle when we were trying to like cram in all of our tests and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. this is for a living donor, then I would have been like, oh man, is this going to affect my chances? Or if you're on a liver, disease, if you're on the deceased donor list, like, and you're high up there and you're waiting, you have mm-hmm. this has to be back your head that, oh man, is this going to affect things mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. down the road? So yeah. those are some scary thoughts, and yeah. I'm sure that people are experiencing. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because everything, you know, has to align perfectly. If you have the sniffles, you know, they, they postpone it. Yeah, so, I remember God, I remember waking up the day for the thing, and I think that's what gave me that. I Because I think I woke up with a cold that day. Mm-hmm, I really do. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, like, super nervous, and I think mm-hmm. it's because I was nervous. So it's probably a little, oh, run, yeah, it's little, all run, head. Down, little yeah. run down and just susceptible to getting a cold. I really think I just got a common cold right before, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it's going to change everything. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a it's a thing. Um, so, yeah, and, and, you know, we just I've just been looking at – you know, what information is out there for transplant patients. And I think this, the main underlying thing is it just, there's just the unknown. No one really knows. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's looking like it's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna like kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Like everyone needs to calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely a little overhyped and then people can get too wrapped up in it. Um, and I, based off the things I've seen on Facebook, the groups and stuff, mm-hmm, the groups, I mean, um, people make, I don't know there was there's a comment I'm not gonna name any names or anyone but you know when people say things my doctor said this they're really worried just you know I would, I would just advise people to avoid those type of comments yeah you know unless it's coming from directly from a health professional mm-hmm. I wouldn't take someone's secondhand information from a no and they they kind of and all that's leading to is a lot of scariness yeah and uh, yeah yeah they stopped those comments I think the person who made the group said, no more coronavirus comments from now on <laughs> just, yeah <laughs> listen to the you know the health department, but, yeah. um, yeah. But then you go to, you know, then you go to like what you, you would consider credible, re, you know, resources. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, it's leading to like the American transplant society. And yeah. it's like, you know, their checklist and it's small and it just makes you realize that they just, no one knows. No it's one un- knows. It's uncertain. Mm-hmm. And as, as the days unfold, they know more and more and how will, you know, affect or indirectly affect transplant patients. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I've, I think it really comes down to we are immunosuppressed. I mean, with my experience, like I get like a sore throat and it turns into something really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I can usually end up in the urgent care. Or, I mean, a lot of times the ER. And so you just have to be careful. I mean, it is a virus. Any virus I get, I feel like I do get sick and I get mm-hmm. knocked out for a while. So just taking the precautions, you know, just staying healthy, mm-hmm. eating healthy, um, 
you know, and staying active. Another helps. thing I've never really understood is uh, how what what and, and you may not either. I mean, mm-hmm. we it's, it's we can't say enough how we're not medical professionals. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that needs to be very understood by yes. our audience. Yeah. <laughs> we're just giving our personal experience. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's something we do tell people a lot. Like, it's flu, it's flu season's ramped up right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, that would be terrible if you got the flu. Yeah. But we're still living our lives. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I, my, my, something I've never understood is what exactly it means to be, like, immunocompromised. Like, yeah, does it mean you're more susceptible to getting it? Does it mean that once you do get it, it's way worse? Does it mean both those things? And, like, what about your body actually, like, this is stuff we probably heard them beforehand, mm-hmm. but we decided we were doing this episode <laughs> yesterday. Um, and, and, and what, you know, because we always say that to people, but what does that, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean. What's your understanding of from it? From what I've understood, it's both. You're just more susceptible to getting sick. Um, and so... Because, you know, I'm on those medications, immunosuppressants, and my immune system is weak. It, like, you know, if I get sick, it has a hard time fighting it off. Like a cold, mm-hmm. common cold, things like that. And so um, it means both. And, like, f- from my experience, I know everyone's different. But, like, again, I got um, meningitis not that long ago. I was in the hospital for, like, six days. Had to be sent back to Madison, Wisconsin. And so things like that, it just hits you really hard. And in that case, like, it turned into, I think I got sick and it turned into meningitis. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it can turn into something even worse. Like, you know, the immunocompromised that's going around that can turn into pneumonia, things like that. That's what's happening. And so I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it, it transitions to pneumonia. And And so I think that's what I, at least I'm afraid of. And it, it has the potential to do that. You know, like I could get it. It could be fine. But like it could turn into something worse, which I think is the case for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, I've never, I've done so much mental gymnastics in my mind the last week. <laughs> like one, like it's so crazy how one day I'm like, ah, it's, it's happening. It's, you know, it's like yeah. another thing. And then to be in like, oh, this kind of, this is affecting us. Cause you know, mm-hmm. I, we own a gym too, which as far as, you know, uh, transmitting the disease from person to person, mm-hmm. gym's kind of like a hotspot for that. So yeah. that's another factor we'll have to figure out. And we got some things rolling for that uh, that I think will actually be pretty fun if two things go that direction, mm-hmm. which we'll see. And only yeah. time will tell. But this whole thing's like watching like a, like a, I don't know, like a slow-moving train crash, yeah. like, but extra slow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, but and it just leads to like just uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then everyone goes crazy. Yeah, <laughs> which you know, I, we were at Reesers uh, yesterday and didn't see that. You know, yeah, there was less. I mean, people were taking toilet paper, but I think as people just, I think it was more so that people were heard other people were taking toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they're like, I want toilet paper, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that sucks about the gym right now is that we want to do a really good job cleaning the gym, um, but it is late, like even wipes were hard to find like a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, which really out. sucks. And and, and I think that kind of goes back to how this whole thing is is. I think the indirect impacts of all of it are actually the bigger issue mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now, in my opinion. Yeah. Because um, everything's like manufactured in China and things like that. And so if we can't get that stuff, like, yeah, or yeah. if those people aren't working, it those people aren't working. Yeah. And the greatest one I saw is, uh, you know, when uh, this was mentioned on, I think like Joe Rogan's podcast or something, uh, where he had a guy on who was, you know, just point out the example that. 
uh, when, jeez, oh, the Philippines had all those IV bags, all those, uh, you know, <sighs> yeah. was one of the main producers, and then it got taken out. Uh, just, yeah, it just kind of puts supply chains in perspective. Yeah, um, for sure. And how those those things work out. But, but yeah, we just, uh, well, we just don't know. No one knows. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, do you have any thoughts? Have you seen anything on uh, floating around out there? Not really. What'd your, what'd your coordinator tell you? Um, it, who can go unnamed? Yeah, just follow the the main, you know, the our health department, what what they're saying here, wash mm-hmm. your hands, stay away from large crowds, mm-hmm. like don't go out to eat, things like that. Just the basic things that um, you should be doing anyway, since I am immunosuppressed. But there hasn't been anything like you need to quarantine. Like she didn't say you yeah. need to quarantine yourself. And right I feel now. like in that sense, I feel like I feel like no news is good news. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that should also yeah. be considered. Yeah, yeah for and, sure. Uh, also, it's more about, uh, from my understanding, is it's more about this whole thing is going to play out like any other virus does. It's going to get around. Just like the flu, yeah. And it's it's like everyone said, it's about mitigating the risk Mm -hmm. which is funny because it's like let's say all let's say this just kind of rolls through the nation and no one really like sees or deeply feels the impact of it geez i hope i'm not eating my words this will be funny in like two weeks (laughs) i don't know but you know let's say it rolls through and nothing happens it's like oh oh, wasn't that bad well it's like well did all the steps that people are taking just to slightly kind of slow things down help Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. you know maybe you know yeah um, and, and, you know, if the, the, the fact that nations are taking this like crazy, just blanket approach just by really simply pushing just like the social distance, distancing, God, I'm tired of those words and hand washing, um, kind of makes you think that they just, there isn't a whole lot known. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's gotta help in, in some way. Yeah. And you gotta do something in, you know, uh, let's say this does roll through and, uh, you know, there, there will be you know, some unfortunate situations out of it. Maybe we'll come out stronger when something really is yeah <laughs> yeah for sure like way worse yeah um and at the same time i don't want to downplay anything but mm-hmm. yeah we don't know where we stand no anything else you've seen no but um you know i again like just you know i'm you know suppressed so i think we're we're super cautious about this and we um you know understand it in a different way mm-hmm. but you know the people who maybe aren't still going on their trips <laughs> or whatever yeah. like be be like it's not so much that maybe you'll get it but just being aware of people who are immunocompromised mm. um you know whether that's transplant or cancer or things like that you know just in general older people like be be considerate you know um mm-hmm. for those people around you yeah, and I, I think that's that's definitely the main thing. Because, I mean, if you're not, like, I could easily see you being in a situation where you're not concerned about a grandparent. Yeah. You're not, obviously, immunocompromised person. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, if I wasn't, I, I wouldn't be as, yeah, at right, all. I could like, easily, I right understand. now, I could, I could yeah. easily be sitting here being just mainly upset about my trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. my concerns are elsewhere about the gym. And, you know, I think we just have so many different levels of, like, potential, uh, you know, being affected by it mm-hmm. that I'm, like, more high strung than probably most people are but i even seen people at the gym like they're very like low-key yeah about it. Um, yeah it, it it almost feels like it's not even a thing yeah i um, mean from where we are it's not yeah no one's really affected quite yet yeah in um, that way but really you know i think it's just mainly people just continue to listen to health professionals not get too worked up about second information they're seeing mm-hmm. um and, you know, just kind of keeping things in perspective. But at the same time, it's like you go through all this uh, transplant stuff to, to live your life, mm-hmm. not not 
you know, the, quarantine yourself yeah. <laughs> and isolate yourself away because what kind of life is that to begin with? So yeah. you know, if you get, if you get too wrapped up in the anxiety and the being scared about it, then, you know, mm-hmm. what, not, what was the point? Yeah. What was yeah. the point? Yeah. Um, and this is, I think it's kind of looking like it's going to be a drawn out thing. It's going to, it's here it's to stay. COVID's away. not going yeah. anywhere. It's not going to run, it's not going to run through and then just be gone. It's going to be, just continue to float around. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and I think that that's kind of where my concern is, is what this is going to look like three, four, five months from now. Yeah. When people are scared, if there's, you know, whatever. Um, and just making sure that people, you know, live their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I was dead, my organ was being used by someone else and they were isolating themselves away. I'd be like get outside yeah <laughs> go plant your garden yeah yeah, you know, you can, yeah you can eat it's about mitigating it's about it's not about it's not about just cooping yourself up inside no. it's about living your life living your life um, but being careful but being careful just com- <laughs> common sense yeah for right? sure which anyone who's gone through the process knows these things mm-hmm. um it'll be interesting to see how it plays out for people who are in the middle of the process right now i think that's where my my I, that's where i wonder about the most yeah. not concerned about it really but just you know wonder what's gonna how that's gonna play out um because you know if they say what did i read so i'm not like the current state of testing is the kind of like the main hot topic it seems like and you know pin medicine putting out a thing little you know faq will my transplant be delayed our top priority so this is pin medicine and there's a little article of FAQs for transplant patients and the coronavirus. And it says, will my transplant be delayed? Our top priority is always the safety of our patients. At this time, we are not delaying transplants for those who are critically in need. However, we are carefully assessing all donors to ensure that there is no risk of COVID-19. Which, you know, if the testing really does take two days or a day to come back, my question is, how do you test someone and then still use their organ? Like how do you test someone in the time to know that they don't have these things? But at the same time, I'm sure they're kind of like still doing these transplants anyway because in the, the day that people really need them and you're not going to delay that just because of... No. Like you would... I feel like I would take the risk. Yeah, I would t- we would take the risk. Um, you're already taking so many risks. What's this What's this yeah. risk? <laughs> what's another one? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's my main question is uh, where, what yeah. is, how is affecting transplants taking place now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which you know, which I think comes back to the whole point of people acting this way anyway is that if you do if the hospitals do get a little bit more busy and doctors have to shift their focus away from helping people you know with live donor stuff then you know it just affects those people and yeah yeah we'll see we shall see we shall see wash your hands yeah, wash your hands stay away from crowds All right. <laughs> bye everyone